Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi everybody, this is Jerry Bryant, and welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. You know, I'm grateful for early Jesus music, the songs and the people that helped mold my days as a young believer. So, on this episode, I'm going to reflect on some early pioneers that have passed on. They might be forgotten, but they made it possible for those who followed after. On Sunday, September 15, 2016, we lost Jonathan David Brown. Jonathan was an early songwriter, a producer of so many of the early Jesus music groups, and my special guest, On episode 113, here's a song from my friend Jonathan, written and produced for his pioneer group called Seth, a song called My Friend.
late Jonathan David Brown, my friend. I also want to pay tribute to the music and ministry of Ron Salisbury, who stepped into an eternity with Jesus on July 31st, 2016. As the 60s ended and the 70s began, Ron was the lead singer of a somewhat successful rock and roll band in Hollywood, California. But Ron had also surrendered his life to Jesus Christ. He was looking for a way to share his newfound faith with his generation. So he started a band called J.C. Power Outlet with his friend John Pantano in the fall of 1970. And I booked the J.C. Power Outlet in my Jesus Solid Rock concert series in Carbondale, Illinois. Remembering Ron Salisbury and the J.C. Power Outlet, I choose to follow you on Full Circle.
like me But I pray that my friends see you, Lord And choose to follow you This is Full Circle. This is Jerry Bryant. And since I'm honoring the passing of some of the pioneers of early Jesus music, I also want to remember the late Gary S. Paxton, who went home to be with the Lord on July 17th of 2016. Now, Gary had successes in both the secular music industry in the 60s, later on in the Christian music world in the 70s. He was someone who tried on many different hats, from music performer, writer, producer, to label owner and audio engineer. Gary seemed to have done it all. It started from humble and meager beginnings. Born in Coffeyville, Kansas, as Larry Wayne Stevens on May 18, 1939, Gary was adopted at age three, raised in rural poverty on a farm. He endured a troubled childhood, molested at age 7, and afflicted by spinal meningitis at 11. Amidst all of this, Gary came through as a winner, having both Grammy and Dove Awards, as well as producing two number one Billboard Hot 100 singles, Alley Oop for the Hollywood Argyles in 1960, and Monster Mash for Bobby Pickett in 1962. His secular hit songs helped build an early reputation as an eccentric figure in the recording industry. But his biggest win was finding Jesus, who saved him from years of struggling with drugs and alcohol, which, well, if he'd gone on any further, would have ended his life a whole lot earlier. In the early 70s, Gary moved to Nashville, and he had a writing partner named Thomas Wayne, who ended up committing suicide. Gary went to his funeral and heard God say to him, You'll be next if you don't change. On his website, Gary tells the rest of his story like this. He says, I was walking around for four months after that, completely stoned, and I kept hearing this voice in my head. I was walking up and down Music Row, and there was this little Christian bookstore in a church there. It said Church of Christ on it. 
And Don Fento was the incredible pastor who was there at the time. So I went to the church, drunk out of my mind. And they said I ought to come back. So I did, the next week. And Reverend Fento said, you need to get saved. Saved from yourself. So I went down to the front, got saved, and baptized. And that was the last time I ever touched drugs or alcohol. Well, needless to say, Gary couldn't keep all that had happened to him all to himself, and it became expressed in his music. In 1976, Gary teamed up with Bob McKenzie of Paragon Music Publishing and formed their own label called New Pax Records. It was then that he released his first Jesus music album called The Astonishing, Outrageous, Amazing, Incredible, Unbelievably Different World of Gary S. Paxton. Even the cover with him poking his head out of a manhole reflected his eccentric and zany persona. From that debut album with a testimonial that the highs of drug abuse were nothing compared to knowing God's son, Gary S. Paxton, Jesus keeps taking me higher and higher. I stumble, he gives me a shovel. 
Jesus keeps taking me higher and higher. Gary S. Paxton, who passed away July 17, 2016. He was 77 and suffered complications due to heart surgery and liver disease. So I'm dedicating the rest of this episode of Full Circle to Gary and taking a look and listening to his music as well as those musicians who he helped along the way. Now, one of those was the husband and wife duo of Pharaoh and Pharaoh. Their first four albums were on Gary's New Packs record label. Now, the funny thing about Gary's record label is that the roster of artists were as diverse as Gary himself. His own records had original songs that sounded like they could have come from a Southern Baptist hymnal, mixed with songs dripping with satire that would have found a home on a Ray Stevens record. From the traditional gospel of the Rambos, the Gaithers, and Doug Oldham, to the new wave musings of Daniel Amos on the Alarma Project, Gary sure gathered an eclectic group of musicians. He just had an eye for talent. And he didn't give up on someone just because their first album didn't do so well. Such was the case with Bob and Jane Farrell. Looking back to 1978, to a song from the first self-titled album from Farrell and Farrell, with an early Bee Gees feel to it, Farrell and Farrell with Lifesaver. And coming up, the Imperials' funky recording of a Paxton song would go on to provide them with the best song of their career up to that time and establish their credibility with a new audience. You'll hear Gary's version of the song coming up next. I used to spend my life swimming away. I dived into most any river wherever it was fun to play. And I never paid no mind to the warning signs until the day I couldn't swim back to shore. But I promise not to do it no more if I could only get back to shore. My life was sinking down and down and down Lifesaver When I thought I was gonna drown Thought I was gonna drown Lifesaver You turned my life around and round You pulled me out of the deep, deep water Put my feet on solid ground How I lived like nothing was wrong The current swept me in the swirling water But I kept on floating along and along I always thought that the river was my friend But I finally realized how I'd been fooled That I was caught in a whirlpool So I cried out, Lord, for you Yeah, you, you I cried out for you Like Savior, my life I was sinking, you took my life and you turned it all around. 
me out of the deep, deep water, put my feet on solid ground. I savor my life for sinking down and down and down. And life savor, I thought I was gonna drown, thought I was gonna drown. And life savor, it turned my life around and around. It pulled me out of the deep, deep water, put my feet on solid ground. And life savor, my My life was sinking down and down and down Life saver When I was sinking you took my life And you turned it all around You pulled me out of the deep deep water Put my feet on solid ground Life saver My life was sinking down and down and down And life saver Bob and Jane Farrell, collectively known as Farrell and Farrell, with the song Lifesaver on Full Circle, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. Now, Bob Farrell told me he wrote the song in 1973 when he was in the Jesus rock group Millennium, but it failed to make it on that album and finally made it onto his debut album five years later. Even another early Jesus music group called The Hope of Glory recorded that song two years earlier, and it became very popular for them too. This is Jerry Bryant. I want to stop the music for a moment to say thank you to the folks that are making sure that we don't stop the music. These are the financial underwriters that mean so much to this ministry through their prayers and support. Some may only give $5 a month, others $50 or $100. Every penny makes a difference in covering the cost of production, internet expenses, and the like. We don't want to stop the music, so will you commit to joining us? Go to my website and send your tax-exempt support. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic, don't leave out the Jesus.com. You'll find a giving fuel button there, and you'll receive a receipt promptly. Thank you. Hey, this is Bob Farrell of Farrell & Farrell, and you're listening to the very best of classic Jesus music, a full circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. I've been featuring the music of legendary giants of early Jesus music, who recently passed away. With his background in rock and roll, Gary S. Paxton worked with many artists, such as the Association, Paul Revere and the Raiders, and Tommy Rowe. So with that experience, he was able to work with Christian artists who had a more traditional gospel background, helping them cross over with a more contemporary sound, and that was apparent in his work with the Imperials. CCM historian Mark Allen Powell wrote, 
the Imperials' funky recording of Paxton's song No Shortage would go on to provide them with the best song of their career up to that time and establish their credibility with a new audience. Gary also produced the group's landmark album, for which that song served as the title track. Now, on a side note, I recently featured their version of that song on episode 213, in which I reviewed the year of 1975. But here's Gary's original version of the song, which he released a few years later on his sophomore album, appropriately entitled, More from the Astonishing, Outrageous, Amazing, Incredible, Unbelievable, Gary S. Paxton. Looking back to 1977, Gary and No Shortage on Full Circle. There's a shortage on corn and there's a shortage on wheat. There's a shortage on beans, we've got a shortage on wheat. But things that we're needing, we just can't hardly buy. But soon we'll be asking if we're all gonna die. But I know we featured artist Gary S. Paxton with No Shortage. And, like the song says, there's no shortage on God's mercy. 
And there's no shortage on God's love. Full circle. Full circle. Hi, this is Jonathan David Brown. We're taking you back to where it all began, Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome back to the show. Now, Gary S. Paxton, being a producer himself, encouraged other producers to branch out and record their own material. One of those was Brown Bannister. And even though he only released one record, it still is one that showcases his talent as an excellent songwriter. His musical rendition of Psalm 51's Creating Me a Clean Heart theme may have inspired Keith Green to record his own rendition of the psalm, although it wasn't released until after his untimely death in 1982. On this episode, I'm going to feature a song that Brown wrote with the help of a few of his friends, namely Billy Sprague and Jim Weber. Looking back to 1981, from Brown Bannister's album, Talk to One Another, on the new PAX record label, Carry On. Caught in the current of giving in, when the struggle has made you too tired to swim, and you're fighting the fear that you're near the end, and losing the strength to go on. When you couldn't break into the light of day But didn't he bring you through anyway And didn't he say carry
sounding like it could have come off of the latest Christopher Cross album, Brown Bannister and Carry On, on Full Circle. Now, I've been honoring the work of the late Gary S. Paxton on this episode, following his passing from this world. Right from the start of his Jesus music career, Gary had a reputation for writing songs that sounded quite zany and at first glance seemed to fit right into the comedy songs found on the Dr. Demento radio show. But upon closer inspection, these tunes would also reveal a scriptural truth. Gary was well aware of what the status quo thought of him as the first song on his first album stated, If you think my head's in a different world, then brother, you're right. My next feature song is one of those tunes that get stuck in your head with its catchy chorus written in a musical style of the early 1900s called Ragtime. Gary wrote this back in 1975, but it wasn't released until 1981. On his album, Take Your Turf for Jesus. So here's Gary S. Paxton reminding us that you can't get to heaven by living like hell. The late Gary S. Paxton. You can't get to heaven by living like hell. Well, I'm sure he received a lot of criticism for doing that one. (laughs) Not that he really cared. Like Gary S. Paxton, whom I'm highlighting on this 
episode of Full Circle. My next artist, Tom Howard, went on to be with the Lord and has seen the King of Kings. In fact, this next song and the album it comes from was produced by the leader of Daniel Amos, Terry Taylor, along with Tom, and it was on Gary's New Pax record label. This song of Tom's was based on 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 25. It reads, Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Looking back to 1981 from the album Danger and Loving You, with a pop jazz fusion quality like Steely Dan, here's Tom Howard with Run the Race. Keep up the pace and 
the late Tom Howard, who ran the race, won the prize, and has seen the love shining in the Father's eyes. So happy you're with the Lord. We still miss you, Tom. Hi, this is Tom Howard. You're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. Well, let's kick it up a notch with Ed Ratzloff. Like Gary S. Paxton, Ed had been through many of the same trials and tribulations as Gary when they were both involved in the secular music world, including drugs and alcohol. So, when they met, they just hit it off. And Gary could identify with many of the songs he heard on Ed's demo tape, especially this feature song. Looking back to 1980, from the album it took a long time to get to you, with probably the best Southern Rock Jesus music out there, Ed Ratzlaw, I Know the King.
Ed Radsloff with an autobiographical I Know the King on Gary S. Paxton's New Pax Records label. You can hear more of Ed's music and a rare interview with him on episode 180. Just go to the Full Circle Jesus Music website or the iTunes store, check out the playlist and stream or download the podcast. You can also find Full Circle on many internet apps such as playfm.com, podbay.fm, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play, as well as Roku, their podcast channel or Weekister channel. Well, before I play the last song, let me pause and give you my mailing address. I'd love to hear from you your response of this tribute to some giants from early Jesus music days who've gone on. The address is info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. It's also the name for our website, fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You may find that there's a lot to catch up with, some of the archives of earlier shows, as well as a listing of where you can hear the show on the internet, all the different locations, pictures of some of the artists, storylines, so much that you might have missed. Just simply go to the website and you'll find it all there at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And there's a Full Circle Jesus Music Facebook page. If you go to the page and like the page and tell your friends about it, it would be greatly appreciated. And one more thing, send me your email address and you'll receive the Full Circle Jesus Music email blast and be the first to know about upcoming episodes and interviews. As you probably know, Full Circle is a listener-supported radio show. So each gift is a tremendous blessing. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. You'll find a Giving Fuel donation button there. And of course, all gifts are tax deductible. And thanks. Full Circle. Full Circle. Full Circle. Well, I'm going to end this tribute to the late Gary S. Paxton. Don't forget the S. It's one-third of his name. Gary said that many times. Here's one of his more toned-down tunes. It has a great horn arrangement, sounding like the work he did in the 60s, reflecting a Ray Charles feel to it. The song is a declaration of thanks to Jesus for all that he had done for him in his life. And Gary certainly had a lot to be thankful for. Besides saving his soul from a life in hell, as well as a life of drugs and alcohol here on this earth, God saved his physical life back in 1980. On December 29th of that year, Gary was shot three times by hitmen hired by a country singer he was producing, putting him out of the business world for eight years and nearly ending his life. After the trial, he visited the men in prison and forgave them, just as Jesus had forgiven him for all the wrong he had done in his own life. In 1998, Gary was inducted into the Country Gospel Music Association's Hall of Fame. And then he left Nashville in 1999 to work on showcases in the popular family-friendly town of Branson, Missouri with his wife, Vicki Sue Roberts. By his own count, Gary wrote some 2,000 songs 
Among the latest that reflected his humorous side was, When I die, just bury me at Walmart so my wife can come and visit me. <laughs> the one and only Gary S. Paxton. A recent guest on my show, Jesus Music Radio Show host Larry Black, had this to say about Gary on the liner notes to his second album. In an age of sameness, there was a man bent on uniqueness. No two cuts were the same. I had to meet him. So I went to Nashville to interview a wild man in a red jumpsuit, funny hat, tennis shoes, and a weird beard. And I met a man of God. God likened his church to a body with each member filling his or her function. Gary liked to say he was the armpit. But I believe he was a strong right arm of the gospel. No one can listen to a Paxton song and not be struck with truth. The point may be made with ridiculous laughter or painful tears, but the point sticks. With a song that sticks, from the album More From the Astonishing, Outrageous, Amazing, Incredible, Unbelievable, Gary S. Paxton. Here's the kickoff track, Lord, You've Been Too Good to Me, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. body so well You know, Lord You've been too good to me Yes, you have Lord You've done too much for me I said, Lord, you've done way too much for me. First you bore my sin of shame. Then you turned around and said, son, you can't wear my name. My sweet Lord, that's far too much. Lord, when you found me, I had no purpose in me, but now I'll get to see you for Maybe, Lord, you've gone too far for me. Don't you think, Lord, 
you've gone too far for me I ain't got nothing that you need Even though my soul you're free Now maybe, Lord, you've gone too far for me Oh, but I love you for Cause, Lord, you've been too good to me Yes, you have, Lord Yes, you have From my favorite life verse from Exodus 3319, I will cause my goodness to pass before you. Lord, you've been too good to me. Gary S. Paxton. Thanks for listening. Until the next time, keep your eyes to the sky. Let your light shine. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.